Sorry, I should not have pressed record as I was stretching. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> Yo, what is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode on the Essence of Genesis Radio. And this is your fabulous host, Miss Crystal. Actually, it's just Crystal. It's not Crystal. I'm not a drink. <sighs> I mean, I am a tall drink of water. I wish I'd said that with out the pause now that's just made it. i'm just making this so awkward aren't i anyway let's get past <laughs> anyway hey how you guys doing welcome uh, this is uh, a new day this is january 25th we are on a monday this is dropping at noon but i am recording this at 3 20 in the morning i had technical difficulties before i started recording and before that i've had so many assignments due for my classes and um uh, I don't. I normally don't wait until the day to submit all of my assignments, but it happened because last week was just was just fucking draining. Hey, let me ask y'all: Have has anybody else felt like something was weighing heavy on them last week? Because uh, I was even talking to Jason. He was like, he was saying that he was feeling very like tired, more uh, more more tired than normal. And me, I'm just like man I'm on my own schedule because I have my own business I have this I have my my online classes and they're accelerated so you know I can go ahead and 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 you know take in those in between naps be jealous um I can go ahead and take in those naps if I need to as a refresher um but um but yeah I'm just wondering if anybody else felt it because if it is maybe it's some sort of cosmic thing going on right now that's making everybody feel a little bit heavy I know Saturn's putting a lot of pressure on a lot of people especially me um I'm definitely going through some Saturn stuff and I would go further into it but I deal with uh Vedic astrology and they do something called Mahadashas which is basically a time period and I'm in the Saturn Mahadasha which actually uh goes on for like 19 years and I think I'm in year three so I'm not going to bore you with that. Um, if you want to know more about it, you let me know. If not, then we can just move on. All right. So I'm not even going to do that. But going on, but going back to the whole assignment thing, I had one assignment that was due um, at 11.59 on your time, like in your time zone, right? And I was at 11.30 at night and I still have a, a psychology assignment due. And I know, and when you ever... When you've taken psychology, if you've ever taken psychology, then you know that there is no such thing as a quick assignment in psychology because there's so much reading and there's so much uh, uh, citations and just just a lot of information, okay? So there's nothing really quick. But that was the one that I had due. Well, you know, they did say that you had to submit it at 11.59 in your time zone. Uh, Well, I know somebody who lives in Vegas, Jason, and uh, I was like, well, it's 11.30, I can ask him to submit it for me. So I asked him for a favor. At first he thought that I was asking him to do it for me. And we got that cleared up. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because he was like, you know, you'd be better off submitting it yourself because I'll fuck it up. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I was done with it. At the time that I was done, I was like uh, about one o'clock in the morning, my time. So it was 10 o'clock his time. I sent him everything and he submitted it for me. So it was still on time. Just not from my laptop. So if you got ingenuity, loopholes, it's not cheating if it's part of the game, as I was told by one particular person in my life, <clears throat> Jason. So 
I'm going to get a text from him when he hears this. <laughs> so I do want to just um, give a quick thank you to everybody who listened to last week's episode. And thank you so much for uh, checking in on me because after uh, there were some people that did check in on me to see if I was okay after last week because um, or last week's episode because I did talk about suicide and depression and that could be very heavy for some people. And, you know, when they were asking me, are you okay? Is everything all right? I said, yeah, everything is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm doing much, much, much better now. I really am. Um, but you know, it's really good to have that, that sort of support to where, you know, you can talk about those sorts of things and people don't judge you. They're more of like just checking in on you, seeing how you're doing. And that's what we really need. You know, we need more support. We need more positivity. So you need to surround yourself. If you're feeling like you're around people who don't support you, who don't uplift you, who don't bring positivity in your life, you need to kick them the fuck out or you need to remove yourself. Okay. Point period blank. All right. Or point blank period. That's how that goes. I'm a little dyslexic and I'm a bit tired. (laughs) Um, But you know, um, but the thing is, it is really important to surround yourself with, with a supportive uh, group of people. Um, and that could be, you know, I know a group is not considered a one person, but, you know, even if you just have one person in your life who uplifts you, who, you know, supports you, who, who breathes positivity in you, who lifts you up when you're at your weakest moments, you know, it it's important to have those sorts of people. If it's one, two, three, or four people, you know, you, it's important to just have those genuine people in your life because they genuinely care about you, you know. And a lot of people, and we, we, you know, just by reading the news and going on social media, we can tell that there are so many people who are just really selfish. You know, they don't give a shit about anybody else. They only give a shit about themselves, and not in a good way because there is a healthy way of being selfish. Let me go back to saying thank you, and you know, like I said, everybody who's listened to the last week uh, last week's episode new year real me it really has hit um more than i could ever ever have ever <laughs> i more than i could have ever thought i know i need to slow down my speech so i'll do it i'll, I'll try to do that maybe that, that that's slow but you know what i mean um but i do um i do thank you everybody because it did uh, do well and we're now up to 81 listens so far on this podcast and we only are four we're only five episodes in you know so um that that I could never really thought that I thought at the most would be like 20 but you know we're almost at the 100 mark and that is exceptional and so far beyond anything that I could have ever imagined so I thank you guys so much and like I said thank you so much for the people who checked in on me all right so you know, going back to that support, I'll give, I'll get into the episode in a moment, but going back to that support, it is really necessary to have that because when you're at your lowest and you're by yourself, bad things can really happen and, and, and take a toll on you because when you're really low in your own emotions and actually vulnerability, since that is the topic of today, um, today's podcast you know when you are low in your emotions and your vulnerability um you know you tend to let in or you tend to sulk in 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 those those negative feelings and they can overtake you you know emotions is a very very powerful thing that a human can actually ever um ever experience and uh you know emotions is a part of vulnerability yeah you see what i did there yeah that wasn't even my plan but 
this is my fifth fucking time recording this, so I guess fifth time is lucky. Maybe? I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, so it's really hard for us to really be very vulnerable, um, you know, not only with other people, but with ourselves. And the reason for that, uh, at least for me, in my in my situation, well, not my situation, but in, from my experience, uh, it, it's it's very hard to because either, um, you know, I wasn't shown how to be vulnerable. I didn't know that showing your emotions was something that, um, you know, something that was necessary because I was always taught that, you know, if you showed any sort of vulnerability, that it's a sign of weakness. And, you know, so you have to put on this tough facade this tough persona in order to get far in this world I mean if you're very superficial you can go ahead but you're a robot you know and you're not really going to have a lot of genuine people around you if you're going to be cold all the time you know and, and, and even even people who have the most money in the world I'm not talking about Elon Musk because I don't know him but you know even people who have the most in the world and they seem like they got everything together it's hard for them to be vulnerable because they have no idea that once they let down those defenses, they don't know who's going to be coming after them. You know, and the definition of vulnerability, I actually did write down the definition of vulnerability uh, from Google. Thank you, Google. Um, you know, hit me up. Uh, the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about vulnerability um, was is, is because um, it was actually inspired by a conversation Jason and I had about somebody I, I uh, really care for, somebody I really, truly love in my life. And, um, you know, and, and I would wonder why this person would always, or at least seem to always, um, you know, try to quote-unquote suck it up. Excuse me. And... Um, and I, I, whenever I would see this person try to suck it up, um, it actually made me hurt more, um, made me more empathetic towards this person, um, because this person has a loving soul, and this person always gives, 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 gives. I mean, this person would give the shirt off of their back if you need it. You know, that's the type of person that they are, and I mean, truly. Even if they have $5 left in their bank account, they will give it to you and figure out a way how to, um, you know, how to eat. They just want to make sure that you're okay before they are, before, um, you know, before they think about themselves. They'll think about others before they think about themselves. But at the same time, this person will put up such a tough facade that you wouldn't think that this person was even like that at all. Unless you really got to, unless you really, really got to know this person. And this person really does have some 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 walls built around them um and um you know i was talking to jason about it and i was like and i and i think that it might have been some traumas that might have happened to this person that might have caused them to not want to be vulnerable because maybe what happened when they were younger they were vulnerable out of state and somebody took advantage of that and you know and that is something that we definitely need to 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 understand too because um 
you know there are some people out here like i said they're very selfish who will take advantage of you when your walls are down when your defenses are down and all you really are trying to do is just mourn or understand what's going on cry it out and people tend to prey on that and see that as a moment of weakness and before you know it, they've taken advantage of you and you thought that this was a person that you could trust so that's what i figured and he said you know that could be it too um he said but also it could be that maybe that this person didn't know how to be vulnerable maybe maybe they were never shown how to be vulnerable and he brought up a really good point when he said that because how do we know how to do anything unless it was shown to us and even if it was shown to us how do we know that that's the proper way to do it we don't know that it's the proper way to do it you know i actually went on uh line to do a little bit of research about this because i was like you know what last episode i only have four things on my notepad and it wasn't really that guided i'm not saying that i'm going to be doing a lot of guidance on this one because i like to keep it raw and real you know what i'm saying no lambskin no latex i'm actually allergic to latex um but i <laughs> i don't like lambskin either but um but I was reading on this website, it was uh, myquestionlife.com. Uh, you know, I gotta do, I, I gotta have a credible source or I gotta cite the source, you know. And they listed seven reasons why it's hard to be vulnerable. And, you know, and pay attention if any of these, I'm talking to you, because even to me when I was looking, when I was writing these down, even I was just like, whoa, 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 that is absolutely true. You know, I, I can definitely relate to that. So when I'm reading these off, think about how you react to it, you know, and maybe if you're having issues with vulnerability, that could be a, a, a source, it could be a point. I'm not trying to make this all psycho psychological or anything with you, but this is something that I do want to talk about a little bit because this is something that's, that's a bit serious. Actually, it's very serious. I'm a very um, lighthearted and, and, and comedic person. I do love to entertain. You know, even when it's a serious situation, a serious subject, I still throw in some comedy. But, you know, like I said, I don't like latex or lambskin. I don't, I, I, I just don't. Latex stinks anyway. But anyway, seven reasons why it's hard to be vulnerable or why it could be hard to be vulnerable. Number one is shame. Okay. Number two, our fear of not belonging. Number three, gendered expectations. And now tell me if that's not a huge one. Because men are so, men are programmed and taught to not show their emotional side. Not to be vulnerable because it's not masculine if they do. And that's a crock of shit. That is bullshit. Okay? Men are as human just as much as women are. Women are more emotional, yes, biologically, but men have emotions too. And I think it's fucked up and bullshit that men cannot feel like they can be themselves or feel as though they can be vulnerable because they feel as though that if they do, that somebody's going to take advantage of them. Somebody's going to call them weak. And you know what? And that threatens their masculinity. So that's what I'm talking about. Like a trigger. That's what I'm saying. Um, and you'd be lucky enough, you know, some men don't care if they show their emotional side. I, I was married twice, uh, married and divorced twice. That's nothing new. That's something out there. I, you know, I don't mind talking about that. But my first husband was very, very emotional. I don't know if he was very emotional or he was very vulnerable, but he felt that he could be that way in front of me. And I didn't understand it at first because I didn't understand what was going on. I'm like, wait a minute, you're a Marine. You ain't supposed to be crying in front of me. I'm supposed to be the one that's crying. And even then, I'm not crying in front of you, you know, but I didn't understand it. Then this was like 
something like that, 2008, 2009, something like that. Um, you know, so, you know, that was 11 years ago. I, I had no idea what the heck was going on. I was still, um, I was immature. I didn't know anything about vulnerability. You know, it, it, it was, it was one of those things, but the fact is I actually commend him for it, for being that way, you know, um, for being vulnerable, you know, with me. And a lot of people, and like I said, a lot of men feel as though they can't do it because they feel as though that their masculinity is threatened, especially if they're doing it in front of their in front of their boys, in front of their men. You know, they feel like they can't be vulnerable in front of them because again, why? They feel as though that, you know, if they show any sort of quote unquote weakness, then you know, they don't get their props. They don't know they're no longer seen as the male as, you know, they once probably seen them as. All right, let me move down the list. Uh, number four, previous experiences and traumas. This is something that I was just talking about, okay? At least for me, that one definitely hit a, a, a soft spot because, um, you know, like I said, I was taught, you know, to not shed a tear. I was taught to toughen up. I was taught to like, okay, cry a little bit of tears and then move on. But it's like, no, it's a process, you know? But the thing was, every time that I tried that, uh, you know, I was met with negative uh, a negative feedback, a negative reaction. So every time that, so that's why that whole thing came back when I was telling you about my first husband, when that whole thing came back and I was like, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be crying. I'm supposed to be crying. But even then I'm not going to cry. I'm, I'm going to toughen up. I'm a man up because I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you punk bitch me out, you know? So the only time that I really ever showed my emotions or every time, anytime I show, I, I cried was when I was very, very angry. Uh, but now, um, I'm in a really safe space and um, I can be my whole on the whole raw self with Jason and like I said if you are not like that with the person that you're with even, like you can be leading up to that point because it does take some time to be vulnerable up to that you know to get up to that point where you don't feel like you are being judged in fact that is uh, number seven um, you know like getting up to that point okay I get that but if you've been with somebody for a long time say for instance like six months to a year in well let's just let's just say even like a year year and a half okay well I you know I really don't want to put a timeline on it because we don't know how long it would take for somebody to be vulnerable so scratch that all right don't want to put a timeline on timeline on it but I will just say this if you've been with somebody for five years three years and you still feel like you can't be vulnerable with that person, you're probably with the wrong person, okay? At some point in time, either you're with the wrong person or, or, you're, or there's some, or you tried to do that with them and they've given you some negative feedback as well. Again, traumas. You know, it probably is at a point where you really felt like you could be vulnerable with that person and they judged you for it, you know, but you should, like I was telling, like I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, you need support. You need to have a supportive group around you. You need to have those positive people around you. Even if that means you need to shed the people that you used to know for, I don't care, for 10, 20 years that you used to know, you're no longer that same person that you were 10, 20 years ago. You've, you've evolved, you mature, at least I hope, you know, and you want somebody 
to be there for you, to uplift you, to be positive, to where you can actually feel safe, to where you can feel comfortable and you can share your traumas without somebody looking at you and be like, oh my God, you're fucking weak, you're fucking weird. You know, you don't want anything like that because that just reinforces you not wanting to show your sign anyway. It's funny because I'll get to the rest of them. It's funny because I actually had a little bit of what I really want to talk about and I just completely derailed from all of that. But you know me, just real, raw, you know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Number five is lack of self-awareness. The myth. Uh, number six, the myth that vulnerability is a weakness. What we just talked about. And number seven, uncertainty of the judgment of others. Okay. So I want to go back to to number five about lack of awareness. All right. Uh, a lot of people don't really know how to be aware of themselves. They don't know much about self-awareness. And self-awareness is, is the greatest gift you can give yourself. It really is because you get to know who you are. You'll understand your triggers. And that's what therapy is for too. Therapy is to help you with self-awareness because you're not going to be able, maybe you can, maybe you can, I don't know you, but you know, you probably are able to get to the bottom of things on your own. Some people are like that. Some people have that gift to where they can figure out their triggers. They can go back and figure it out. Be like, oh, this is the reason why I am the way that I am. Let me go ahead and, and change that. Other people need help. You know, and the greatest way that you can really be self-aware is the people, again, that you surround yourself with. Okay, if you feel like you are not in the safe space, again, if you feel like you're not vulnerable, if you, you can't be vulnerable in that spot, then that's a, self, that's a reflection on what you're putting out. Because if you're not being vulnerable, if they're not being vulnerable with you, you're not being vulnerable with them. Okay, and everybody needs some sort of bond, some sort of an emotional bond to another human. We can't walk around this world without having at least an emotional bond to one person. That one person we can go to, that one person that we can trust. You know, like I said, I had my own I had my own things with that. I've been I fell in with the wrong crowd. <laughs> I've done drugs. I've been in situations to where I feel like I could not be myself. I felt like I couldn't even go to the bathroom and cry it out because I had a fear that somebody was going to hear me on the other side of the door. Tell me if that's not crippling. And some people are like that. It is good to be aware of yourself. It's good to ha- it's good to practice self-awareness. Self-awareness is self-care. It's self-love. And if you don't love this, if you don't love yourself, how the hell can you love somebody else? Because you don't even know how to love yourself. You don't know who you are. There are so many people out here who don't practice self-awareness. And it's and you can tell because they just go about life like they're in a daze. You know, like they really have no idea what they're doing to, to themselves or to people. Some people are really are afraid to learn the darkest parts of themselves. And I'm going to talk about that in a later, a later episode when you, and there's something called the dark night of the soul, where you experience your flaws, your faults, basically everything lined out in front of you and you are having to take accountability for all of that. And that is very, very difficult for a lot of people because they have to own up to it. And what, I, what was I talking about in the last episode? People feel as though they have to put on a persona that they're perfect. And if you and if you come to, um, if you come to face to face, my freaking water bottle. 
if you come face to face with that you know you're no you're breaking that persona you're breaking that uh they're breaking that mask that facade that you once had up i think it was young who had something called ideal self versus real self i think it was something like that where the ideal self is what you put out in the world the ideal self is your shadow self is something that you only know and a lot of people don't want to know that and that's where and you know and again that's where the vulnerability comes in because you have to be vulnerable not only with other people but with yourself and you and that does come with self-awareness you know this and it's not an easy thing you know people are practical people are preaching self-awareness self-love self-care but are you really telling them what that means it's more than just hugging yourself it's deep work to be able to get down in there and be like you know what i fucked up there i messed up this is messed up about me i can't believe i did that and take accountability of it and turn it into something positive and a lot of people don't want to do that because they want to have the excuse of being nasty they want to be that 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 despicable human being because somebody probably did it to them and they don't know how to show it any other way instead of really hating on people that are like that show a little bit of sympathy just a little bit oh i just thought about what my next episode is gonna be it's gonna be about energy vampires oh i got some stories about that one but you're gonna have to tune in next week for that oh energy where my pen at i think i'm yep doing this right up on it right up right up here yep energy vampires i got some good stories for that one that one is actually kind of maybe that's an idea i might do that next week i don't know we'll see but yep all on air but yeah it's probably because they don't know but the thing is just show a little sympathy towards them okay because that's probably what they're really needing you know hurt people hurt people keep that in mind so if somebody is not so a lot of people who aren't vulnerable is probably probably because they've been hurt in the past and they're not able to really get past that hurt but that's where again self-awareness comes in i know there are other other reasons on here you know shame out of fear of, of not belonging let me tell you something out of fear of not belonging don't don't it's 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 a lot harder it's easier said than done let me just put it that way because we are social beings we are social creatures you know and when we feel like we have been casted out that that makes us feel like shit that makes us feel like we're not worth anything anymore because we're, we're no longer belonging we no longer part of that group part of that crowd you may not even be meant to be part of that you don't know what that could do to you you don't know what they're up to just because what they look like on the outside is cool doesn't mean that it, it's, it's cohesive or not cohesive but it doesn't mean that it's it it belongs with you that doesn't mean it matches up with you so vulnerability is more than just being about just just showing your emotions it's about it's more than just about um, um, letting your walls down but you also like i said you also got to do that with yourself Please, please practice self-awareness, people. If you're not already, do it. 
Oh my goodness, I'm gonna try and wrap this up because it's already at 27 minutes. I talk too damn much, but hey, that's why I got a podcast, right? That's right. All right. Um, and the thing, it, you know what? I've looked at the rest of those. They all tie in. All of them tie in with one another. And um, it's, I remember when I, I remember when uh, my sister-in-law told me that it was okay to cry. And ever since she told me that, I realized that that was, those were just like the golden words that opened up the floodgates because somebody it was almost like a validation like hey it is okay to cry and ever since then I have been working on that I've been working on my vulnerability I've been working on showing more emotions working on being more empathetic and I and the thing is when and I feel more lighter I feel like I can connect with people a lot more not to say that I didn't before I was leading up to that, but it was more—it was more so like those words that she said to me were the key to getting me where I, where I am right now, and I'm still working on it. But the thing is, I only do it when I feel safe. I don't go out in the middle of the street and start crying in front of people. I—that's—it's I, a little psychotic. I said it, and I'm not taking it back. Um, that's a little psychotic. All right. Um, I'm just saying for like, for no reason, you know what I'm saying? Um, but when she told me that, I was like, all right, right. Okay. It is okay to, to cry. It is okay to feel. It's okay to feel. All right. It's okay to feel men. It's okay to feel women. It's okay to feel the men particularly. If you feel like you can't really be vulnerable with your boys, or at least one of them, do you really think that they're your boys? Because that means if you're ever like in a situation or something like that, in like a really dire situation, are they somebody that you can really go turn your, turn to and be like, yo, bro, something's really going on. You know, something's going on at home. Or something's going on with my job. Something, Something's going on and, you, and you're and you so angry that you got to get it out. Even if it's like you had a really bad argument with your boss and you're so emotional about it that you need to get it out and you can't. And if you feel like you can't call one of your boys, what are they there for? Seriously. And women are getting, and some of these women are getting too little, little too masculine to the point where they feel like they ain't got no emotions at all. Bitch, what? everybody does you got tear ducts it's okay you ain't got to be hard all the time it's okay to feel too some of them may be going on at home it doesn't matter who you are with it doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is everybody deserves to have somebody in their life to where they can feel like they can be vulnerable everybody deserves somebody or a group if you can't do that at least try therapy if you can afford it because i know not everybody can do it but there are many places out there to where they will work with you so i'm gonna uh i'm gonna i'm gonna stop this because it's already in the half hour mark and it's like 4 a.m and i need to i need to get some sleep y'all I hope this has been eye-opening. I hope this has been something that you can, that you, um, 
got out of or something that you can get something out of. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's four o'clock in the fucking morning. You know what I'm trying to say. I hope you got something out of this. <laughs> I really hope that you did. Um, you know, so uh, just 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 remember to really again really practice self-awareness because that will I feel as though for me personally that definitely unlocked um my sense of of vulnerability um and uh you know even Jason has told me that I'm more vulnerable with him now than I was when we were together um in high school and that's because I had to take the time out to grow and learn how to be that way and because of that we are closer than ever we are we're we are definitely much closer and is he vulnerable with me yeah but that's with me and that can mean anything okay but that's between us um all right you guys so <laughs> i've talked long enough i was trying not to make this thing more than 30 minutes but i can't shut up and i do need to get some sleep so again like i said i hope you got something out of it thank you so much for listening um Again, if you want a tarot reading, because I do those too, I'm still running the special two questions for $20. Um, just let me know. Send me a DM on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. It is Vicky Quicksilver or Miss Vicky Q underscore Miss Vicky underscore Q on Instagram. And it's just Vicky Q. Uh, or is it Miss Vicky Q? It's Miss Vicky Q on Facebook. I'm so tired, y'all. I got to get off this thing. Anyway, if you found it on social media, then you probably already know. And if um, not, then, you know, just do a little quick search and you'll find me. All right. But anyway, I got to go. I need to get some damn rest and I will talk to y'all next Monday. All right. Peace, pipes, and rice, y'all. I'm out this bitch.